welcome to Running It Back, the Lessons Learned from Sports Podcast. I'm Mike Palmer, joined as always by Tarlin Ray. Tarlin, we had a bit of a cliffhanger last time. A lot of positive response to the Taylor Swift episode. We were on Taylor Swift before Travis Kelsey. They're just friends. They're just friends. Nice luxury booth shots. Good job, Taylor. We'll get back to that in a bit. But we talked about Taylor Swift connecting her to must-see athletes. You were about to attend the Beyonce concert that evening with your family. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. But can we stick on Taylor Swift for a moment? Please. We uh, had a spike in downloads just because vid- Taylor Swift. Video. We're now on YouTube. Oh, that's that's what it was. And our YouTube. And we're video. actually getting people at responding, asking questions. They want to start a conversation, post the show. But Taylor Swift spiked our audience. Yes. NFL is loving what is going on with Travis Kelsey. Yes, exactly. She is now attending another game mm. this weekend. And they must be loving it because they're bringing in a whole new demographic. Kelsey's right. jersey spiked in sales post yes. Sunday. 400%, I think I saw, yeah. And she's now, in, my friends are now texting me, I, I can't stand it. NBC is now running commercials with Swift. So the Swifties will come in hard. Right. And we appreciate it. We even, and we think, could Stephen A. Smith be listening to our pod? I think Because he ran it as one of his segments talking about the fact that he spent $20,000 mm. to go to a Taylor Swift concert. It was a spectacle. So yeah. Yeah. I just want to, can we run it back to ourselves? Get a little credit. I've had friends texting saying, you finally covered Taylor. Right. Right. <laughs> I had a screenshot from a friend who was watching us on YouTube with his daughter from his den, which I thought was a nice, <laughs> great seat. Nice touch. This yeah. is our crossover moment. Season four. Are we in season yeah. four? Season three. Season, season four. four. Season yeah. four was the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Are we in the zeitgeist? We are in the zeitgeist. We have not jumped the shark, but. Fonzie is up on the skis. There's stuff happening. Pay attention to what's going on in our neck of the woods. The sports universe is spinning. We're going to try to keep up with everything that's happening out there. Dame Lillard's trade. The NFL is heating up. Aaron Rodgers continuing the hard knocks curse. Lots of stuff going on in the world around us, not to mention College football, Dion, we got to do a primetime show at some point. But to begin, the most asked question, and actually the one other shout out before I get there, the response on YouTube to get us to compare Kobe to Taylor Swift. We'll include a link to that video, which was brought up in our our YouTube comments. Thank you for that, because that was actually a really interesting view. And just like... Kobe was very thoughtful about his career and his prospects and the competition out there. Taylor was certainly on Kobe's radar. So I thought that was a nice dimension brought to us by our YouTube viewers. But yeah, we left off. It was a bit of a cliffhanger, Tarlin. You had just had the Taylor Swift experience and you were getting giddy. You were gearing up for that night. So my drip was better. Right. I'd say I had a. Pink sequence. It was a darker burgundy. No, no, it was a darker gray shirt. So where was the look? I thought you were going to go burgundy because I wanted to talk about Ron Burgundy all of a sudden. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Ron. Yeah. We'll get to Ron. But I, I actually was flip-flopping between the two. Still yeah. shirt tucked out and wearing some dunks. So I, I felt better. 
Yeah. Um, there's no way I just couldn't prepare myself for the experience. Right. And just to clarify, like a lot of our listeners listen to us really for fashion tips on um, other things. Always. And especially you see us on YouTube, you see we're just all decked fashion, out. Fashion, exactly. I, I'm and, wearing a hoodie, my hood up with my earphones over my head right now. You, you questioned it, but it's a lot. Right. Well, I made the move baseball cap, hoodie down, headphones on my ears because but I, I'm old school. But the point I wanted to make on the fashion side, you've said this twice now, untucked. This is your, like, for those of you who want to think this about- is not the, This is not the brand untucked. Right. But this you're just is... saying, dads out there, do us all a favor. When you're going to Beyonce or Taylor Swift, girl dads especially, I guess boy dads, you know, they have a wide reach, wide range in terms <laughs> of their, their fandom. But do us all a favor, don't tuck. And be thoughtful about your footwear. You've mentioned Nike Dunks on a couple of like don't overdo it. Nike's a fine brand, and just get comfortable. You're going to be on your feet a lot. Maybe no Skechers. Yeah, although the slip-ons, you know, slip-ons are a move now. It's like I, I definitely have crossed over fifty. I can't, so, I can't anyways, touch my toes anymore. Let me get some shoes that I can the wear. Yeah. Costumes. I probably have not listened to the Renaissance album through. So mm -hmm. the education I was getting from wife and my two daughters on the way there it's like i was doing the cliff notes of the concert but you're also you're i mean i imagine you're listening to the music in the car on the way there no right? no that's what i'm saying yeah but we're listening to music and also learning i'm asking a lot of questions what's this album about oh yeah. it's born out of the lgbt community it's all about it's more dance clubs or more a dance vibe like oh i got it so right. when i show up the, the outfits and the costumes that you're yeah. seeing like oh now I get what I'm experiencing, what I'm looking at. Just, there weren't the, as many cowboy hats. It yeah. wasn't as pink. There were no friendship bracelets. I'm not sure anyone would were, but it said it was friendly, but yeah. no friendship bracelets. And just to clarify, was there any video footage that you were able to break down with the family prior to heading in where like, dad, here's the second encore. Now note what you're doing with your hands. Okay. I, I, we I, want, I did we not, to be I, I had less arms folded. Exactly. Um, I did point. because yeah. I recognized some of her older cuts. I actually, I mean, you, you, I got a little a shoulder. Movement. I'm, I'm sad that we're not, we're not showing this I had a shoulder movement. Yeah. You know, I, I was, I had a little rock going. Oh, I make you feel comfortable. You want to dance right now? A little, no? little swivel. Yeah. <laughs> swivel. I, and it wasn't from an office chair. You were freestanding I, with I like was, an office chair swivel. Free, freestanding. Yeah. She is a, she's a force. It yeah. is very different. She, mm -hmm. for the majority of her shows, has no one lead off. So you yeah. you wait. I actually talked to a colleague who flew, went to Houston, lives nice. in Grand Rapids, went to Houston to go see her perform. And she started an hour and a half late. Yeah. And when she shows, she shows. Kind of reminiscent of, you know, when I saw Jao Gilberto, father of the Bassa Nova at Montreal Jazz Fest. You know, he's probably in his 80s at the time. But he's like... I'm going to come out on stage whenever I damn well please. I'm going to play Bossa Nova for 45 minutes and I'm going to leave them all, you know. I have so many questions. Not the a last, dry eye in the, the house. Last 30 seconds of what she's, we, we just don't have time to. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. that's bonus content, season four. <laughs> You're welcome. So, mad respect for what she does, mad respect for her as an entertainer. Yeah. It was. The loudest concert I've been to, I've never had to, and maybe it's just, it, I was wearing plugs, earplugs the whole time. Yeah. The bass was through my body. 
Right. It was just, and so it was a. I would say if you're breaking down the head to head, which I, I know we'll get into this a little bit, base, I would imagine Beyonce probably a little more base than. Oh, no, Taylor. it was loud spectacle. It was. I'm saying more woofers. There might be more tweeter action on the Taylor Swift. Shout out to my buddy Don Camacho who had subwoofers in, in, in his back. Cherokee at 16. Yeah. Not many people wearing seatbelts and loud as possible. As yeah. we had never had anywhere to go, just driving around. Yeah. And your audiologist is also thanking him. <laughs> of course. Why Why are you right ear? Well, I was always the one sitting next. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. So I would say less watching my daughters, less of them seeing every song. They were moving in a way that was yeah. different. And I asked which one's better. They, it's hard to compare. They right. loved, it was full out joy, sing along with Taylor Swift. It's full out. It's just mesmerized by the show. Both amazing entertainers, but Beyonce is just, She's in a class by herself, including having Blue Ivy come out, still yeah. the show mm. for a song where she is leading the group dancing to one song. And it's unbelievable to watch a 14-year-old who is now back in school because they have a little break from performing, do what she does. So I would say from my drip, I went from a C to about a B. Nice. I knew a few more songs because when she ran it back to some of her old cuts or other albums, I knew yeah. had it more prepared. You were like, put a ring on it. Yeah. But it did get me thinking, because we did the same thing with Taylor. Yeah. That now I wanted to compare the two, but I want to push us into a singular sport. So now I'm looking at the, these two all-world entertainers at the same time, singers. Yeah. yeah. And then I started thinking about, well, who is... Beyonce, who is Sasha Fierce, and I just kept it in the NBA. Okay. So who would you compare those two to in the currently in the NBA? Mm -hmm. And so well, currently in the NBA, you keep move, you keep. And I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep moving. Remember, so I mean, people need to know for the prep this week, we might have had some texts where there's a Dave Chappelle throughout about the race draft and yeah. Palmer wanted to know where, where I moved Mike. Mike McDaniel's, yes. Mike McDaniel dropping 70 points on the Broncos. That was, got a chuckle. I mean, mid-meeting, I just looked down and I, I'm looking down, giggling at my phone. We might've been talking about some other NFL stuff, but we, beyond saying, oh, we need to follow up on that last one. We didn't talk about anything. So I, I the prepper, yeah, I prepped, but gave you a warm call before. I've had at least 25 minutes worth of unconscious processing of that question a lot of that time we've been recording this episode. Yeah. So I have some quality. So, so I'm going to, I'll throw it out as a starter. Yeah. The two athletes, mm -hmm. NBA athletes, current NBA athletes yeah. that are comps mm -hmm. for Beyonce and Taylor Swift mm -hmm. are, well, one's the queen, the mm -hmm. other's the king. So Beyonce is LeBron. I was going to go there. Yes. Right. And Taylor Swift is Steph. That makes sense. I hadn't landed on Steph yet, but I, yeah, I feel like once you have LeBron and you go current NBA, because I thought you were, current, I thought you're going NBA. full Pantheon, in which case I think it's a little more Jordan is Beyonce and Taylor Swift is LeBron. So I challenge that. 
Beyonce is about activism. She's talked about infidelity, feminism, womanism, LGBTQ rights. Yeah. Jordan, Republicans buy sneakers too. He's quiet. He's a force. He's an yeah. icon. He's built the Jordan brand. And he's a business unto himself, but he's never put himself out beyond playing basketball. I just mean the combination of power and athleticism and goatness. To me, those all reside in Beyonce. And then the big greater than less than conversation now is Jordan versus LeBron. Good. So I'm dealing with Beyonce's tone and timber. Is it timber or timbre? Timber. She's a coloratura mezzo-soprano. I, I don't know what that is. By the way, Taylor says the mezzo-soprano because I'm trying to compare the two. Oh, interesting. She has range. She can be a falsetto and she yeah. has power. And I just started thinking about LeBron mm. brought power into the game, but also can finger roll. Right. Jordan didn't have that physicality. LeBron can overpower, but LeBron also has touch. LeBron is a small forward that can play power forward. And, and it's almost like you picture Beyonce in her early days with Destiny's Child. By the way, I finally figured out Destiny's Child, like Destiny. I never thought about it for this because she started performing as a child. And then the act she's in is Destiny's Child. Like, wow. Yeah. Did you yeah. know that already? Did you? I did. I didn't. I still, I don't think I know even now what you're talking about. Okay. I'll just keep talking to myself. 32 Grammy Awards, 26 MTV Awards, 24 NAACP Awards, 35 yeah. BET Awards, 17 Soul Train Awards. She, you know, compared to LeBron, he is the all-time leading scorer, fourth in assists, the only but player But still, it, I'm going back to Jordan. Everything you're putting out there, to me, backs up the Jordan analogy in that Beyonce was category-defining. She was the one who the others followed. So I think Taylor is following in Beyonce's footsteps, even though they're still contemporaries now. And then clearly Jordan and LeBron really aren't contemporaries. And I'm going to keep pressing on this. Jordan, people all looked up to Jordan, the creator of brand, and they, they model after him. LeBron is player empowerment. LeBron, yeah. players are following LeBron, signing short-term contracts, creating super teams. Draymond Green will say to this day, it's because of LeBron Right. That you're seeing what's going on in the NBA. Lillard being vocal, and we'll get to Dane, about the destination he wants to go. It's Dame time. It's not Dame time yet? Okay. Not Dame time. We'll get there. But I challenge you, they looked at what Jordan did off the court, that he built a brand. So everyone wants to have their own brand. Yeah. Steph, Steph has a lifetime deal with Under Armour that's following in Jordan's footsteps. But I'm talking about the impact that LeBron has had on the NBA. The way the NBA is run today is because of LeBron. Sure. But the point that I'm making is he's standing on the shoulder of giants. He couldn't have built that NBA if there wasn't a layer of Nike contracts and Gatorade contracts and global sure. marketing domination that was part of what Jordan laid for him. And then obviously he and Beyonce are contemporaries. They culturally they are part of the same waves so to say that they're both picking up on the same zeitgeist they're surfing the same cultural waves 100 percent. you're talking about a surfboard 100 percent. but i think your other point if we do say contemporaries i do think the beyonce lebron and taylor swift to steph 
I think that's a rich comparison, and I'd like to maybe flesh out a little more of the Taylor. And, Can I keep going? Because our Swifties, our Swifties are, are you know, I know Swifties speaking is well. our numbers, gonna, and we, gonna, we, go, know, we go, want to give go. some love. Can I get a little more, a little more? Please. Blue Ivy, who I mentioned, I think she's making a million dollars for perform. Friend of the show? Maybe? It's a little, like, we'll see. Like, like we'll a see, little we'll older. See, see, see how it goes. Let's see. <laughs> see how it goes. Friend of the show. But, but Blue compared yeah. to Brawny. So Offspring yes. has their own voice. Mm-hmm. People are were as excited to see Blue come out during the show. I mean, it was so loud when she came out and started performing. And she goes uh, by, just Blue is the, the shorthand? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I Ivy? I, I, I live in LA. I know her. I don't know. I'm kidding. Bronny, more in I old dollars and rails. As we said, I hope he is recovering from his... Looks uh, good, I guess, considering how bad it looked. You know. Yeah, so- I think he'll potentially be able to play again, but regardless, no. he has they both produced offspring that are sort of in the limelight and be able to survive. And unlike Jordan, remember, Beyonce started performing very young and LeBron was on the cover of Sports Illustrated very early. I want to bring right. to light, talk about what Beyonce did around bringing HBCUs and Black fraternity and sorority culture right into mainstream during the Super Bowl. I was ready uh, to compare her. I didn't realize we were going to be limited to the NBA. I was going to compare her to Serena. Stick with the prompt. I'm freestyling it. If you want a prompt monkey, there's ChatGPT. I'm a free associated human. That's what we're calling ChatGPT now. Taking a stance to Trayvon Martin, uh, LeBron in the NBA wearing a hoodie. Yeah, I can't breathe. Eric Garner, I can't breathe. So when you start to stack up, when it comes to activism, the nonprofits, their investments, uh, yeah. Beyonce has Parkwood Entertainment. LeBron has his own. I just forgot the name of his entertainment company. She's not a businesswoman. She's a business. Business. Woman. Woman. By the way, I did see the- No, they're supposed to let that breathe. Uh, I could edit more breathing time in. I did check out the Jay-Z exhibit at the- Brooklyn Public Library here oh, yeah. last last weekend. We can even, if you want to go to Jordan in the past, I will keep challenging because I'm trying to stack on multiple dimensions. There are layers to people. It's yeah. just not the music. And so that's where I land. Sure. It could be the king and queen. Right. There are some random rumors about LeBron and Beyonce. If you do hmm. a deep cut on Google. Contemporaries, LeBron, like I said. Let's remove that. And Jay and LeBron. All right. Swift and Curry. What do you think about that? Well, it was interesting when you were talking generations and, you know, Bronny and whatnot, you know, Steph is Bronny. Steph is second generation. He is of uh, a pedigree here. What's Taylor's background? I haven't really done my homework. She's a huge fan of Beyonce. Grew up what about what about her folks? Were they in the music industry? Or? I have no idea. I don't know Come either. On. We'll get our can we'll get put, our research. Put, who's who's our, our new who's, who, who's who's volunteer? Is it Nancy? I forget. Marsha. Nancy. Nancy, get off her. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So, one of the greatest songwriters. People consider her one of the greatest songwriters ever. Mm-hmm. Steph, one of the greatest shooters ever. As I said, Swift is a mezzo soprano. And I talked to my daughter what that means, but it means she's a softer voice. She has some versatility. Does she have some range, maybe? uh, Not as much. People don't think that her strength is in her vocals, but that she can convey emotion through her songs. If she went toe to toe with Beyonce, she just doesn't win there. In the same way, Curry doesn't win with his physicality. People Uh, are always talking about his defense. And we're talking about, we're talking about range. 
We're talking about anywhere in the gym range. So which that's me would mean I can hit the high notes. I can hit the low notes. No, I'm hit... talking about the greatest. You're talking about one aspect of being an entertainer. She is seen bar none and Beyonce has co-writing, but she's more of a collaborator when she co-writes. Someone mentioned that she's sort of a Frankenstein. She Frankenstein songs and she puts them together. She also she, choreographs and designs yeah, and her songs. So if you're taking a piece of that, I'm saying being a unbelievable shooter yeah sets range i'm not comparing shooting to her vocals i'm comparing the shooting to her songwriting i got you because the songwriting is the essence of who she is the yeah. shooting is the essence of who curry is and his i wife was, will say if you yeah. watch underrated their line is when she's saying all right have a good game they will say i'm gonna get get some buckets yeah i understand where you're going here and this is an experience you probably had throughout your academic career I'm saying, okay, not bad. Good work. Could be a little better. I expect a little bit more from you. Let me get more. Can that. I get more? Let me just allow my critique, my feedback. I, you know, you're working on accepting fee feedback. Fee feedback is a gift. So it's I have a to gift. listen to you're this. All right, you're me, you're I'm welcome. Gonna, I'm going to start tuning out. Go ahead. It's talk. coming. Yeah. Game changer with his shot. Is she a game changer with her songwriting? I think you could do better. So let me, let me keep going. What's game-changing about her is the way she shifted genres. There you go. And shifting genres is unusual to go from country to pop. No one's that you're not seeing anyone do that. Yeah. So she's changing the music industry and the ability to actually bring on more. So when she was in country, she did not have the same fans that she has today. Yeah. So that is, she never let me finish. She is changing the music industry that way in the same way that Steph forever has changed NBA. Yeah. And this is where I'm Kanye to your Taylor, where I'm going to let you finish, <laughs> but slow your roll a little. I like where you're going with this. I would say the way Taylor is changing the music icon game and industry is very similar to the way Steph is turning basketball into a Chuckers game. The analytics say the three-point shot is better. Deep threes are no longer seen as a bad shot. You need three and D guys. You yeah. seen your boy Dylan Brooks, who Love everyone hated. Love that guy. Hated, Love that guy. I can't get enough of him. 80 million from Houston Rockets and just dominated in FIBA. FIBA. Yeah, right. So the, the last piece, LeBron is closer to Beyonce because we just can't, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be either one of those otherworldly talents, smart, hardworking, ply their trade. You're talking about you in the abstract. You're not talking to me specifically. I'm talking yeah. to you specifically. Oh, okay. I'm talking yeah. to you. Yeah. Curry, because of his size and what he does, the way he plies his trade, shooting, everyone who comes up playing basketball thinks they can be Curry. Yeah. And most people think that Taylor, because of the way she commands a crowd, and, and I talked about commanding the crowd at SoFi, 44 songs, not a lot of pyrotechnics. She wasn't, I talked about her bounce stance. Like she yeah. wasn't aggressively. Not as everyone, big a, a backing entourage, I imagine. Nope, uh, it feels like a friend next door. Yeah. So everyone feels like they know in a way, oh, I grew up with Taylor. Yes. Yeah. And so to me, that's why I'm putting it together. So I think she's industry changing, not only with her genre shifting, but also taking control of her music where she's re-recording songs that used to be owned by her record label. And actually yeah. those are performing better. 
Right. And Steph with the shoot. Now you can also look at what they've both done around their nonprofit work. They're also big, they're activists as well, but I was focusing there. And so the last is just whether or not you believe, and that's why I think we've kind of, if you go into any rec league or any park, you see a bunch of kids chucking, why everyone believes that they could be the next Taylor potentially, write their own songs and I can be that girl or I'll be the next Steph. Yeah. I rest. I I do like the Taylor-Steph connection, but just songwriting is not... I don't know if that's enough of a differentiator, whereas I do think the genre busting and the crossover, not in the AI sense, the crossover in the go from a niche to an everything, that's where I think Taylor really has shown the most. And Steph, to me, has been that game changer, and he's surprised people in ways that I think Taylor probably has surprised some folks. The other thing we did want to talk about is Taylor's domination that has continued really kicked off by our episode about her, where she'd already won girl dads everywhere. What's the next logical progression? NFL fans. Where is this thing going? What does she do next? How much time is she going to spend in NFL luxury boxes? How soon? Until Mama Kelsey says, Taylor, you're doing well on your own. You could actually get the box next door. (laughs) And I realize there's now a new documentary called Kelsey. So I guess Jason Kelsey was following his last year. Mm. The Eagles thinking that he was going to retire. Fellow Uh, podcasters. Yeah, yeah. I hear they also have a podcast. Kelsey Brothers launched a podcast. They actually played each other in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's still playing another year. Great Campbell Um, soup ads. Yeah. So people have said this. It's either going to go one or two ways. It's they're going to end up tying the knot. Fantastic. Or Jason Kelsey will have a song written about him. She's a great songwriter. She'll be like, you were my brother-in-law and an old lineman. I can see where it goes. Yeah. And you're crapping on songwriting. I did an ode to Tiger. Yeah. We're going to flip the show. Yeah. I'm going to say, I go, me, 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 me. Welcome to running it back. That's yeah. what we normally do. Uh-huh. And I'm going to ask you, yeah. Mike Palmer, how are you mm. doing? Yeah. We can't wait to hear your song. Exactly. So a little bit of songwriting. Well, I don't know if the LLMs are melodic yet, but let's put a pin in that. Once they're opening up for multi, multimodal, once the Gen AIs can bring some remixes, I could probably auto-tune it. Again, I am the Kanye of this episode. I could totally get there. If our listeners need it, you know I'm down. We, we, we need it. Yeah. We, we will create space. We will create space. Okay. Other thoughts. Rapid fire, Dame's move. We're, we're going to come back to Dame's move. We're going to come back to Dion. I think those two are, are topics that we have to come we'll, back. We'll, and then the NFL, some early takes. And I think we said we don't have to talk about Justin Fields on today. We'll talk about it. Okay. So Dame's move, good for Dame. He's out of Portland. I think it's great for Giannis. That one-two is going to be crazy. I think Phoenix won the trade. Mm -hmm. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. I mean, Eaton's great. Nurkic can't really, they have some interior issues, but they got a lot more depth. So I think Phoenix, don't sleep on Phoenix and losing Drew Holiday the Bucks uh, as defensive stopper, I think that's that's worrisome. But Drew is the the wild card. As we're recording this, we don't know where he's going to land. It seems unlikely he's going to 
hang out in Portland because he does seem like he could be a game changer if he lands on the right team. That's a soundbite I'm trying out. Game changer. What are your thoughts on Drew? I think you want to go back to the go back to the lab on that one. I know you're the editor, so maybe we can get that out. Game said twice. changer. I said three times. It's gonna be hard to splice over that. So that's the NBA. He's mentioned NFL. It's <laughs> the owners are undervaluing running backs and running backs are dropping like flies. It yeah. is crazy. Mm. Now, I'm hard watching the NFL without talking about you know, most of my fantasy teams are already on tilt and it's only been three weeks. So it's yeah. going to be a long season. Yeah. My own three Vikings. That's, you know, hard to stomach. Are they going to beam Kirk to, to, the Jets? to the Jets? Possibly. Yeah. We made made to make a move, but it will crush Justin Jefferson's value. I love gritty life. I will say, and this is running it back to season two, and yeah. we were talking about Justin's fields during the draft, and we yeah. were fell to 11, and we were undervaluing. Now, he fell behind Zach Wilson, so I will say yeah. he's better quarterback, Zach Wilson. Trey but Lance. Some massive, and Trey Lance. So he's, he's the best quarterback coming out of the draft right now. Well, There's massive struggles coming out. Massive struggles right now. Trevor Lawrence. Pick oh, number yeah. one, and also I hear he'll be playing in Andy's room, Toy Story style, tomorrow out of the UK. So this is, they're trying to appeal to the four-year-old demo. So my son is suddenly curious about the NFL because Trevor Lawrence and the Jags will be in real time. Thank you for the advances of technology. We're able to watch the NFL as though they're playing on the magnetic football field in Andy's room from Toy Story. Oh, wow. You're, you're welcome. Did not, was not following that. I have different age kids. So Justin Fields is struggling. He's struggling with the offense. He actually was out in the media saying that the coach should have me overthink. They're not letting me play. Yeah. I need to play. And then that next week, he put up a stinker. So yeah. Yeah. the jury's still out. Last year, he's all world with his legs. He's not so tearing up with his arm. And so we're willing to say right now, I'm, I'm not sure we're wrong, but we'll come back to that. We'll see how they do against Denver. Uh, so now if they don't put up 70 points against Denver, then you suck as a team. I've seen people argue that that is the worst NFL matchup in its 154-year history. And just for the in, sake of a take. Just in terms of wa watchability? And just the terribleness of both teams. It's, a, it's an exciting take. It le it, we wound up talking about it. So good job, whoever said that. So, so now, the last thing I just want to throw in before we get out of here is those golfers probably are watching. If you're up super early, if you're on the West Coast, it's not necessarily West Coast friendly. Yeah. We're getting housed in the Ryder Cup. We are down nine and a half points at two and a half. Uh, we had Scotty Scheffler and Brooks Kepka, yeah. who are both major champions, take the worst loss ever, ever in a Ryder Cup in any international match, nine yeah. and seven, which mm. means never made it past the 11th hole. Right. And there might have been some tears at the end, which I understand it's their emotion. That sounds like they had to pick up the girls from volleyball practice. It sounded like they were, they like were kind me. of mailing that one in. So now it's not enough to, I'm just, this is real time, nine and a half to two and a half. Yeah. We're up two and two of the matches will probably win those. So we'll go nine and a half to four and a half. Yeah. And we're down for the uh, Europeans are one up in two other matches. So we have a chance to get within three. We need to get within three. Yeah. Absolute hope. But whenever we go out to, whenever we leave the confines of the United States, we get housed recently. Yeah, right. Joints. 
Although that's the uh, last I, current and take. Just, and just on that Ryder Cup thing, I got a crazy take here for golf. Double it. We don't need to be having so many half points. Just double all the scores. Suddenly all the halves go away. We're Americans. We don't like fractions. We're raised on calculators. Just putting it out there. It's a little Ryder Cup golf match take. You're welcome. All right, concluding thoughts here, Tarlin. It's great that we're back. It sounds like season four. I'm not sure where we're going to go next. Oh, we got to go prime. Prime. prime I want to go prime because yeah. I was waiting. You knew they were going to get punched in the mouth at some point. Yeah. Um, amazing what they've done. There's three and one. For those who haven't covered prime, we have to not only talk about him as the athlete, we got to run it back to him as an athlete. Yeah. But then also him as a coach. And what he's done, he's ruffling a ton of feathers. He turned over the whole roster. I think my dad, the last two Sundays, I said, did you know Dion turned over the whole, like, it's like 16 new guys. And so it's like a whole conversation about whether that's right and what's yeah. better to stay. And like, hey, that world is gone. So I think we definitely need to cover prime. Yeah. In the age of, this is a version of player empowerment, NIL. Yeah. Right. People can go on the transfer portal. Yeah. So we're definitely going to do prime and then we're going to let it breathe a little because yeah. we do want to see how some of these super teams with the Shake phoenixes out. of the world, uh, yeah. Bradley Beal, we got a Dean in a new location. Portland, which one do you take? Portland or Milwaukee? Which one? Portland? Mm -hmm. He wanted Miami. He said you want a city starts with an M? Okay, Milwaukee. Yeah. I don't oh. know, man. Trade-offs. Um, yeah. Trade and I'm looking forward to our drip for the prime episode if there were ever a time to come with sunglasses and a hat shout out to dave roberts the dodgers coach that just rocked that as part of their halloween costumes he actually got he's never met prime but got the official glasses from the colorado coaching staff so if you i mean i he sorry i didn't go out the dodgers again i know we do this start of every baseball season you're so excited about mets he is yeah. wearing a mets hat right now yeah, yeah. are they going to make the playoffs playoffs so that's a no. Nice stitching though, right? In the insignia. And then uh, we'll maybe, hopefully Dodgers make a run. But always great to see you. Yeah. Queen and King. Queen equals King. I can imagine and, the cover and, logo and, already. And shoot, I see shooting, Beyonce. Shooting, shooting equals songwriting. What about, you know, as we wrap up here, what about like footwork and fitness? Because that's the thing that I, I was thinking about when I was thinking about what both Beyonce and Taylor are doing more at, from an athletic perspective. It does seem like they're both really good on their feet dancers. And then the fact that they're still able to sing, like for me, I'd be like hands on my knees. No, it's different dancing. Ooh. And Beyonce is, is the Ooh, dancing is at a totally while, different level. While singing, is it because the mic's so close to their mouth? Is that's why like, because why are we hearing them like. But, but that's air? remember next show. Yeah. Not only are you going to sing your, it's your song. Singing is dancing is episode. You're going to stand. You're yeah. going to stand and perform it. So we'll, we'll do it so, ourselves. We're going to. Hand moves. Lots of hand moves. Because, you know, because you can't. We don't, we're not going to hire a video crew. We can only go so far with the YouTube thing, Tarlin. As my green screen capabilities are, are demonstrating here. But, yeah, man, we're running it back. This has been fun. Season four underway. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast, running it back. FM's our website. Final thoughts. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for listening.